Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to the 100th episode of Not Without My Sister. Can you believe it, Beatrice? Congratulations, Rosemary. The 100th episode on the main feed, because we have how many episodes on the Patreon? We have, I think, 70 something on the Patreon, but we also have mini sods, but this is number 100 of like main regular big episodes. I would like to say that at the beginning of this, I thought to myself, how can we sustain this? How could we possibly have enough to talk about for even 10 episodes? And yet, when you sit down there across from me, I think I could talk to you all day, at you all day. I actually have to say, we have frequently sat down to do an episode and five minutes in, I'm like, Jesus, we're not going to get 30 minutes out of this. And then at 30 minutes, I'm literally going, wrap it up, Beatrice. <laughs> me? Come on. Well, like the two of us, you know I mean? I'm like, it's time. Sorry, just because I do the timer. Not always. Sometimes I do the timer. Your phone is almost always dead. Where's your phone now? It's out there charging. It just died <laughs> as I was pulling up the episodes because I have to record. I have to. Re- I have to. It just died as I was pulling up the topics because I have to record them all on my phone. So the battery is constantly draining with all the things that I'm writing in there. With all the ideas that you're having. No, all your the- battery is constantly draining because you hand it to your four year old and he plays battery draining games all day long. Well, how else am I supposed to read my book slash do anything? <laughs> Welcome to this 100th episode, special episode for us today. I had a different topic in mind, but now that I'm saying this, I'm thinking, Rosemary, what have you learned over this 100 episodes? What surprised you? That was a really gross noise that came from the back of my throat. Did you hear that? I, I opened no. my mouth because I was going to go, I thought we should do a what did we learn from the podcast as well, but then I forgot about That's it. That's because we're morphing into the same person, but I have a memory and you don't, and I take notes and you don't. And even when I call you and say, please put this in your notes section, you say, I will. And then afterwards I go, what was that great idea I had? And you go, didn't take the note. There are a lot of differences between us. I have many chargers and you don't. <laughs> I have many chargers and they're now all sellotaped to an extension thing in there. What, so, so that they can't be moved? So basically? they cannot be removed by children, <laughs> yes. 
Did you not hear me screech at high dough yesterday when somebody went like I saw somebody running around with a charger and I literally nearly freaked my eye. I actually shrieked at the top of my lungs. Put that charger back. And then I was like, oh, my God, maybe overreacted. Like I just am now so into there. There's a bank of chargers in there. And when they come home from school, they char- plug in their iPads. Do they it do is, it themselves? Yes, it is. Perfection, because before that, it was every night. Where's your oh, iPad? I know. I know. Where's the charger? Yes. So now the chargers are all sellotaped in America, scotch taped into the extension cord thing, brick, and they do it themselves and they know to do it and they know where to go to get their iPads in the morning versus where did you plug it in? I can't remember, etc. You should do the same things. Actually brought a lot of sanity to my household. That is actually a good idea. We usually just snatch the iPads ourselves and then charge them overnight for the kids. Now, Rosemary, what have you like on the community of listeners that we've built up? We've had a lot of comments, mainly positive, a couple critical of my treatment of you for which I'd like to apologize but I can't bring myself to so we'll have to keep going (laughs) (laughs) sorry that's in reference to a recent episode where Beatrice asks why I moved to America and when I start telling her the very romantic reason that I wanted to spend more time with her kids and I even start choking up for dramatic effect you're like that's not true (laughs) literally I'm like oh sorry I think I don't know why I'm getting upset you're like anyway that's not true (laughs) listen (laughs) okay Moving on. So I apologize for that because in case that it was true, I apologize. That is the wor- the, the most ridiculous apology. In case that you, in case that I was wrong, I apologize. I'm going to say that from now on. On the off chance that I was wrong, I apologize. I may have been wrong. And if I was, I truly apologize. Right? Because you can never crap. prove that. So anyway, thinking about the community that we've built up or have, do you build a community or does the community come to you? I, I don't know. There were a couple of people at the very beginning who wrote in things that, that really like warmed the cockles of my heart. One was from Australia and she said that she really appreciated the podcast because on the way into school in the morning, her 13 year old or 14 year old, the two of them would listen to it together. And it was like a great way of bonding or communicating where they didn't always have like you know, it kind of wasn't always about like, have you done this? Have you got your mm-hmm, homework? Blah, mm-hmm. blah. And it was a great kind of lighthearted way to to bond with her teenage daughter. And I thought that was lovely. That almost made me cry. And then I started walking around the house saying things like, this, there's a bigger meaning to all of this. This is this is really it. <laughs> I did. You remember? <laughs> You're actually so ridiculous. But you know, what just occurs to me. It's probably nice as well for people who live in Australia, live in America, or just live outside of Ireland to have something they can listen to with Irish voices, like for their kids. Do you know what I mean? Because I frequently think about how your kids and Atlas and everything like, oh, they're never going to hear any Irish accents except ours. Well, apparently there's an Irish person living somewhere in Fort Wayne that I heard about yesterday from Brandon. Brandon said, never tell me about this Irish Brandon person. Brandon said that a friend of a friend. Is he the barman in J.K. O'Donnell's? Because I've heard about this mythical person before. <laughs> this mythical Irish <laughs> unicorn. No, I don't think he is Irish. I think he is he not like the uh, son of an Irish person. Not the owner, but somebody who's working in the bar apparently is Irish. Uh, it's not possible. Like when I first moved here, I was like, I'm going to join an Irish club, which is not really something I normally do. Because I feel like you should, you know, socialize with the people in the area that you live in. And like when I lived in New York, there were all these... Irish groups and they drove yeah. me mad because I was like, why are you here if you just want to be in Ireland at the same time? I'd love to be back in Ireland. So like I, I just get in a my conundrum own way sometimes. Yeah. I heard about an Irish woman who lives here yesterday. I got a message from an Irish woman whose husband was just offered a job in Fort Wayne and she was asking me if I think that they should take it. It would be it would be two years living here. And she was asking me. So I said I'd send her a voice note because I have to think about it properly. What? The answer is yes. Well, I, well, I mean, like immediately I was like, yes, we can hang out. 
But I mean, the answer great. is yes, it's a great place to live. As my friend Kim said, she called me up a while ago, terrified, like really panicked on the phone. I was like, what's going on? She was I just, I don't think I'm ever going to leave Fort Wayne. It's so easy to live here. That's actually true. Yeah, it is. No it is traffic. very easy to live here. Very easy. Traps anyway, you. sorry, back to our centenary episode. Oh, yeah. What have we learned about, what have we learned? Like, do you mean about podcasting or about life no, from no, the podcast? What, no, about life. What have you learned about yourself, about your relationship with others, with me? What have you learned about? Well, we've certainly learned that nothing is off limits for Rosemary McCabe. And we've learned that Beatrice is a surprising prude. Well, I don't think I ever knew that about you before. I mean, there's prude and then there's just like in public some things that I won't talk about in public. Happily talk. Didn't we just do an episode on the sexual advent calendar? Thick you cool. can't even say <laughs> this. <laughs> That episode was supposed to be about crafts anyway. I know. And I turned it into sex because I just can't help myself. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that episode, of ti- that episode of Titanic. There's no episode. It's like <laughs> next on the Titanic. It's like the film Titanic. We're at the end. The old granny. Coming goes, soon. Season two. The old granny who I can never actually equate in my mind with. I was always like, who is this granny? Oh, it's Rose. What? Such bad casting as well. Like nothing Not like an great old casting. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and I never, it was like total, what's the, what's the term where like you just cannot equate one with the other, you know what I mean? Cognitive dissonance. Total cognitive dissonance. Especially then when she'd go, I have to get the saliva right in my mouth for this. When she's reflecting back on like Jack on the raft, her dream of a man who can't, as my kids keep complaining about, can't pull himself up on the raft for her, right? You take the raft. Anyway. It was so sexual. I literally cannot remember that line. And I've seen Titanic at least 10 times in the last six months. But you're real prudish with your kids. I let my kids watch Good Girls. So like you're real prudish with your kids. So maybe you fast forwarded through that. Someone listening opens. to this is going to call CPS and be like, she lets her kid watch Good Girls. My 11 year old. Only only until I realized there was a lot of sex in it. And then I turned it off. And also the other day I talked about it with many had no memory of it. So great. Good You've job. Blanked it out from yep. the trauma. Good parenting. That's right. <laughs> I literally cannot remember that line. Am I more, do I, do I hide? I mean, listen, our kids, our nine-year-old, but honestly, I was thinking about this the other day and I was like, if I showed him something, like if, like if I showed him a movie with a sex scene in it, right? I genuinely think he would die of shock. Oh my God. I would die of shock. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing worse, honestly. What, I re- what was I reading the other day? And it was like a great combination of, Sex scenes, love. I was like, oh, I'm not watching that. No, thanks. Was it me telling you to read The Court of Thorns and Roses? Oh, no. You know what? I think it was. I think it was actually the second season of The White Lotus. I haven't even watched the first season yet, but it was second. I did see somebody talking about sex. And I was like, that's not really what I thought that was about. Oh, no, I just can't. I can't because. Oh, sorry. Can I just get back to my nine year old for a second? I don't know if I've mentioned this in the podcast before, but Brandon printed out on this 3D print of like a a can holder right for his friend and the handle of the can holder is a huge penis mm-hmm. it's like a dildo from the sex shop of your nightmares right and he had it on the kitchen table the, the can holder and the nine year old walked in he went dad what's that and, and we both look at each other and we're like oh like you know and I'm like well you printed it out like looking at him going mm. and the two of us are completely silent and William goes is that an arm <laughs> and Finn the seven year old kind of comes around the corner and goes oh that's a penis I have learned that you know what it's 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 really proved to me that I mean I suppose I knew anyway 
but like the specific is so universal. So when we talk, you know, like when we talk about things, we talk about experiences we've had or places we've been or whatever. We're like, oh, my God, remember that time? And it's like a very specific, unique to us, I think, story. And then the reactions are always like, oh, my God, that made me laugh so much. It really reminded me of a conversation I had with my friend. What, Beatrice? What? You're you're, you're shaking your head like you disagree. Because I made this exact point yesterday because we no longer have original thought. We are we are now one symbiotic. We're the Borg. And yes, we are the Borg. <laughs> the Borg. Hang on, you Borg. you and me or I made, everybody? I what? You and me are the Borg. Yeah. Oh we right. We are yeah. the Borg. Oh the Borg. Oh. I made this point yesterday to a friend who was over and I said, Oh, she goes, Are you still doing the podcast? I really haven't had a lot of time to listen. I was like, That's fine. Like you're over here listening to me now. You don't have to listen to me on your podcast as well. But really inside I was raging. No, I wasn't. You were raging inside. I was raging. I know. And outside as well, because you even said at the, you were like, what the hell? Yeah. Anyway, and I and she goes, I just, you know, she goes, I don't know if there's like a lot for me to relate to. She goes, my cousin and I were listening. We're like, A, they're hard to understand because they talk fast and they have Irish accents. I mean, I know she was really like cushioning it for me here. She goes, and B, I mean, I don't know that I have a lot to listen to with those topics. And I said, I think, you know, some of the feedback we've heard is that to your point, the specific is very universal. The more specific you can get, the more universal it is in a kind of weird way. Yeah, no, I don't think that's true. I don't think that's true. You know what that is? Because she just doesn't have a great sense of humour. You have to have a great sense of humour to relate to our stories and the things that we're talking about. And maybe she just doesn't. And she'll never know I said that because she doesn't listen. Can I just tell you now, speaking of people not listening, my my husband, my hubs, Brandon, doesn't listen to the podcast because he's basically like, you've already told me that story probably twice. That's what he said to me the other day. So rude. Probably correct, but so rude. And then last week he says to me, oh, I listened to the episode with uh, your cousin Roseanne. He hates you, Beatrice. And I was like, excuse me? And he goes, yeah. And I was like, you spent the whole week with her. And then you want to listen and you'd never want to listen to an episode of me and Beatrice. And he goes, I've heard all those stories before. He absolutely has not. Uh, But he specifically listened to the episode that wasn't with you. I am refusing to be riled by this, Rosemary. (laughs) Did he listen to the episode where you stalked that guy in a fur coat? Sadly, I think yes, because that was one of the earlier episodes and he used to listen and then he got bored, I think. <laughs> he got bored? Yeah, because he was like, Beatrice keeps bringing up that lie about the fur coat. No, he did not ever That's say that. That's what he said to me. He was like, I just don't think it's funny anymore. He was like, it, "Like that didn't even happen. I know you, Rosemary. I know you'd never do that. Absolute bitch, Rosemary McCain. <laughs> I know you'd never lower yourself. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> he just hasn't seen me like crawling along the ground like Samara from the ring. <laughs> Come back. Come back. <laughs> I knew we were meant to be together. <laughs> Finally, we could have been doing this all along. <laughs> oh, God bless. Oh, my Poor God. me. What else did I discover? I discovered that I love a compliment, but like I knew that. I you, discovered that I'm very weak with flattery. I discovered something I already knew. <laughs> it was really reinforced me, even though I really knew it already. No, it's more that I go like how gullible I am. Like you can honestly get whatever you want out of me. And I don't I actually that. need. To, no, I actually need to remember that because there are moments where we're doing the podcast or something and we have a bit of a, I'd say like a miscommunication where one of us, and it's usually you, gets annoyed. Yeah. No, I mean, I definitely get no, annoyed. No, it's usually me. But anyway, and I could literally go. Oh my God, I meant to tell you, I love that something, something. And you'd be completely distracted one, from your rage. One million percent. I need to start doing that. One, yeah, honestly, I should do it to myself when I get annoyed. It's, it could be a coping <laughs> mechanism for things. Beatrice, you did a really good job this morning getting to work. You drove really nicely on the road. Oh my God. Probably you know, calm me down. You know, it's just made me think of, remember that joke you told me years ago, right? A man walks into a bar and, he's, and he stands at the bar and he orders a drink from the bar and he hears this little voice going, I love your shirt. 
And he's like looking around going, what? Look, like who said that? He looks to his left and there's this owl loud. And he's like, he didn't say it. He looks to his right and there's this other owl loud. He's like, he didn't say it. And so he keep, just ignores and keeps drinking his drink. And then he hears, you have beautiful colour eyes. And he's like, what the hell? Who said that? Oh my God. And he's looking around again. He's like, can't see anyone. And then he hears, your hair's a beautiful shade of brown. And he's like, what? Like, what the fuck? And then he turns to the barman. He's like, did you hear that? Like, like, I think somebody is like kind of coming on to me or just saying, and the barman goes, oh yeah. That's the peanuts. They're complimentary. <laughs> I do not remember that. You told me that before. I love that joke. It's actually amazing. Your little creepy voice is ridiculous. Your peanut voice. That was actually similar to the voice that I do for Bo. <laughs> <laughs> I was really that channeling Bo, Bo that day in Ulta going, I've got a cute body too. Oh God, did you remember that? See, see Bo's someone who doesn't need a compliment. So he gives them to himself. Oh, he loves compliments, though, as well. He does love compliments. Listen, actually, is this a stupid statement? Who doesn't love a compliment? An in, a, a true, like a genuine compliment? I think, every, well, I think a lot of Irish people just mom make compliments. compliments. Yeah, compliments mom. make them really uncomfortable. But mom just starts going, like, no matter what, you go, like, mommy, look, your hair looks very, oh, I couldn't get the right now in the mirror. I do. do you not think it's very square at the back? <laughs> Cut it too short this time. I just like it a tiny bit longer. You're like, listen, luckily dad is matching with the buzz cutter. You're, you're oh good. Oh my God. Have we mentioned that on the podcast before? We, we certainly have. have. Poor when mom. When you were like Poor waving, mom. You, were, you, were, you, were, you were shocked giving him hand signals. I was drowning, not waving across the table. God. Absolute God disaster. Bless. Never let dad near you with a razor. I mean, that's probably good advice in that's general. Excellent okay, advice, there's, yeah. some, there's some good stuff coming up here. Compliment people. <laughs> Don't let people come at you with a razor. This is what we've learned so far. What else? Although, if if you are a child and you want a buzz cut, stop insisting that you go to the hairdresser for it. We'll do it for you at oh, home. Oh, 100%. But then, the problem is, like, it does, like, haircuts are not cut evenly. Like, again, Captain Obvious over here. Because when you have a buzz cut, and Bo is evidence of this right now, and it grows back, the sides of his hair are like some terrible moss climbing down the side of a wall, like totally at odds. Like the rest of his hair is, you know, the rest of the hair on his head is what, like three, well, probably six millimeters long now at this point. But all of this just looks all bedraggledy because that's usually nicely shaped, you know. I know what you mean. Bo just needs to embrace, well, you as his parent need to embrace the fact that Bo has incredibly thick hair and he could have hair like Steve from Stranger Things. I tried that. Actually, oh, I what just happens? bring a picture. Yeah. He was like, I mean, I like to let them, you know, make their no. own choices, but maybe Mm-mm. that's wrong. That is wrong. When it comes to Bo and his hair, I think you've proven now that it's wrong. That's good. That's a good, that's good advice. And he loves hair products. He'd love to put hair products in in the morning. Oh my God, back when I was rich, I just remembered I bought like $20 hair gel for these boys who should try and sell it on eBay. What? Where is it? In our press at home. Oh, for your boys? Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant for my boys. I was no. like, why is he still in your house? Oh, <laughs> that makes more sense. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. 
Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Well, what else have we learned? So, oh yeah, you're right about that. I think you're right about that. Like it's a lot of people wrote in and said that it was nicer because they miss their their siblings mm. and they live abroad. But even people who live next door to each other said, they oh, it was good for going on walks and cracking up and, and yeah. keeping yeah. people away from them. Oh, yeah, yeah. A lot of people were like, oh, my God, I'm sure my colleagues think I'm mad. Somebody messaged me yesterday, actually, and said she listens to the Poochie Pants episode at least once a week to cheer herself up. That's adorable. I should have sent that to you. Look at you. Like, Beatrice, honestly, <laughs> it's like she's like like a little cartoon bunny who just saw the sun for the first time. When I went, she listened to it, Beatrice, like your eyes lit up, your whole face changed. She sat up. Well, I was uh, the other part of me is thinking that it's a bit problematic because I've realized now, like in hindsight, this is one of these me too moments that that was an abduction. I think a lot of our episodes in hindsight and as I listened back to them and as I read people's reactions to them have made me realize that we have a few problematic experiences that have happened in our lives, but also we have some problematic. Maybe I'll speak more for myself, some problematic views, but basically around bodies and around like there was one episode we did and we were talking about self-care and I got a message from someone saying, I just listened to your episode in self-care. And she was like, and I'm not sure if this was intentional, but I found it really triggering because it was because a lot of it was focused on diets. And I was like, God, I, like I do think of self-care a lot of like if I'm looking after my body, I'm trying to make it thinner. I do. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I thought mean, that I was interesting. Oh, yeah. I Right now I'm just focused on getting some sleep would be great self-care. Oh, listen, stop. Well, you know what I've learned as well? You can podcast on very little sleep. The less you're proving us today. The, the less sleep I have, much to mom's chagrin, the gigglier I am. Oh, well, that's Probably. good. That's good. Well, also the more emotional you'd be crying at some point today. Oh my God, your face. Your face was like the opposite of the bunny seeing the light. <laughs> you were the bunny seeing the curtains drawn down. And the I was the bunny the being dungeon. stuffed into a molehill. Get down there. No oh, more sunlight for you. Poor you. So what else did you learn over 100 episodes, 173 episodes, as it turns out? But Probably more than 200 if you count all the minisodes. I learned that, actually, I'll tell you what else I learned. I learned that during the pandemic, it was a lot easier to, to podcast when we had much fewer distractions. obligations. Yeah. Like, day to, like it was much easier. When I, this sounds really obvious, and it is, again, all of my 
observations are very obvious today. But when we were trapped in our houses with an inability to go anywhere, it was much easier to find time to sit down and podcast. Sorry, even before your one of your children is in a different school now and has to start oh, and finish yeah, at different times. Yeah, that's a bummer. Like that now takes up a that's lot a of your time. And like a lot of coordination. You know what else? It was a lot easier to do when I lived here. Oh my God, that was that great. Was great. That was, they were, the, they were the, the best days now. Happily would live in a commune with you. Oh my God, so I'd love I. that. I'd love now because if you, will you move into the basement? We'll, re, we'll renovate it for you. I'd love it. But I really like those windows so I want to come down and look out them a couple of times. That would actually be a great idea now because Brandon just lost his job and we could sell our house and just move into the basement. That would solve a lot of our problems. Honestly, it'd be great. And then you'd be there on hand. Whatever I need. You're not allowed, you're, you're not allowed to have access to the freezer though. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. You know what? Doing this podcast made me realise that there's nothing that is off. Like, there's nothing that you, that you have in your head that you're like, I better not slag Rosemary about that in public because she'll be sensitive. You just don't care. You literally are like, Rosemary's sensitive about that. Better bring it up. <laughs> like, you never think, like, <laughs> Rosemary's touchy about that. So I won't mention you. Like, Rosemary's touchy about that. I better mention it to Rosemary, like, I'm beat her out of it. I'm I know, exactly. You up. Exactly. This is what you think. You're like, I'll just keep keep at you and at you and at you and eventually you'll build up a wall. It's true. It's like a, a carapace. A car, car, a carapace. Carapace? Uh, right? Yeah, I can't. One I don't of those. Know, yeah, I don't know how that's pronounced. Basically a turtle. A turtle. <laughs> a tortoise's shell. <laughs> a you will, A turtle. You'll build up a turtle shell all, all around your body and you'll be able to, you'll be like a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle except not teenage. And then I'll be spending years in therapy trying to demolish no, that turtle shell. No, you won't. You'll be... In therapy, you'll be a middle-aged mutant ninja turtle. Because they're not teenage I'm anymore. I'm not sure I want to be a You'll middle-aged be a middle-aged mutant ninja turtle. Mutant ninja turtle. And they're all as happy as Larry. And you love pizza. I would say I like pizza. A, a normal amount. No, no, nice pizza. I don't, don't feel like they ate nice pizza. What? They don't, but you like nice pizza. We like nice pizza. I was thinking of buying Don a pizza oven for Christmas. Now That's I was a like, great idea. Yeah, but then I was like, then I'm, gonna the be a, then I'm going to be dying for him to make it. I was like, maybe I need to buy myself a pizza oven for Christmas. Like, why shouldn't I make the pizza? Well, but if you buy the pizza oven for him for Christmas, that takes a Christmas present off your list and then you can also use the pizza oven. Yeah, but I could also just tell him to buy me the pizza oven Christmas for Christmas because I made him buy all but that But then you still have to stuff. think of something for him. Oh yeah, I have lots of ideas for him. Oh. None. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I thought of something else. I thought of something else that I've learned that, you know, you read a lot of these studies about having friends makes you happier. Having friends is really important. Like meeting up with your friends is important. I truly enjoy every single podcast, except the ones we're really bitchy to each other at the beginning. But even then, we always get over that hump. We're always happy by the end. So happy by the end. and So energized. And even though I'm like, oh, my God, it's nine o'clock and I'm exhausted and I want to go to bed and I've got work to do. By the end, I am always like, oh, that was great. It's like working out, except with none of those benefits. But by the well, end, I'm, I never regret. There's some spiritual and emotional benefits. Yes, but I'm saying none of the benefits of working out, but I always regret none of the health benefits. But I think there are health benefits to it, like that I do a lot of laughing and I feel really good at it. You know what's interesting, though? Like, I think what's actually positive about it is that doing the podcast forces us to get past the moment of anger and irritation in a way that we wouldn't, if we weren't doing the podcast, we were just hanging out and we got annoyed with each other. We would just be annoyed with each other. I'd probably be like, I'm going home. Well, I mean, like the time I went over to your house recently. And I arrived in the door and you went, oh, you're here. Oh, no, bitch, that was a misunderstanding. No, I had texted you and said, I'll be over at 12 with the boys. And you said, great. I thought you were joking. 
why then, you would because then this. you sent me an emoji with a long nose like Pinocchio and it turns out one of your children had your phone I was literally like bitch doesn't really use them. You, know, you said you said uh, I'm up now we'll come over earlier early probably before 12 and the party was due to start at 2 so I was like she's clearly joking she never comes 2 hours early for anything then you sent me the Pinocchio emoji I was like oh lol it's a joke no and then we all arrived over I got them all dressed up got the we fright of my life over, and you went oh you're here. The baby was fast asleep and, and then he got woken up by the ruckus. But like, regardless, you'd said 12 was fine even if the Pinocchio emoji hadn't hadn't popped up. Because I thought you were joking even before the Pinocchio emoji. I was well, like, yeah, Beatrice, see you at 12. So are we basically saying that over the last 173 episodes, communication has not improved? <laughs> communication by text, I would say, has not improved. Communication by text is not good for anybody. No, especially us. It's a poor way to communicate, especially with mom. Dot, dot, dot. Sorry. Yeah, but mom's just started putting in random. Like it started with just the fortune cookie emoji. And now it's like, what are you even saying? You're right. 12 hours later. I'm still waiting for the text from her as well. Mom is typing. Mom is typing. Mom is typing. Mom is typing. Okay. Kiss, kiss. (laughs) MMTR. What? How how did that take you that long? But anyway, no. Like The only thing I was going to say is, like, you know, sometimes we're doing the podcast, we get really annoyed at each other and then I have to take a deep breath and go. But the thing is, Beatrice, and like sound really sunny and I am really good at that, right? Like a psychopath. You are very good at that. But B, if we didn't have to record the podcast, I feel like there would be moments where we'd just be annoyed with each other. Whereas it really goes, this isn't, like really makes me think this isn't important, we just need to get past it. That's my point. When I went over to your house and you behaved like that and you made us all feel unwelcome, I went and sulked in the chair for a good 10 minutes. And And then we got over it. Then we got over it. But it took longer than it would have taken if we were in the middle of the podcast. Oh yeah, yeah. We wouldn't have sat in front of our microphones for 10 minutes like sulking. That'd be ridiculous. What was that face? Are you saying well like, I, I would like, or you No, would? no, I feel like maybe we have done that in the past. Sometimes. Uh, yeah, but not lately because we just never have the time to yeah, waste. Not, no, we don't have time to be fighting anymore. <laughs> <laughs> would you recommend to someone to do a podcast with their sister? I absolutely wouldn't. I feel like there's a very good one out there already. It's called <laughs> Not Without My Sister. <laughs> I would, I would. I think there. I think it's just a great, it's a great way of making sure that you make time to chat and hang out. Would you listen to it? To what? To someone else's podcast with them and their sibling. Yeah. Chatting. Yeah, because I listened to that other one as well that we we were guests on the sibling. Oh, relatively. Yeah, rel- I thought that was good. It was interesting. Yeah. I also thought that whoever was on after us was much more interesting than us, which annoyed me. But Oh, that is annoying. Yeah. <laughs> they had like really in-depth and insightful things to say about each other. And I feel like I was not fully prepared for that at all. Well, I said some very emotional things about you. You did. You did. Yeah, but I that's said- also, you know what? I've had... What, nearly 20 years now of plumbing the depths of my own experience for like emotional content. So I'm used to it now. I was actually thinking this morning, like, this is awful. And this just goes to show my mind has been warped by these years of creating content. I was like thinking about Brandon losing his job and I was like, maybe I could become a frugality influencer. (laughs) (laughs) That's not awful. That's not half as awful as yesterday, Brandon. Uh, yesterday Brandon was over we were having Thanksgiving dinner and he showed a picture of his kids who were not with us who were with their mom and he showed they were sending him snapchats and he goes look at my kids oh yeah and he showed the picture one of them like dressed up as a, with a whatever a bunny filter on or whatever and he get and in my mind and this is not a joke I went oh god I'm really not interested in kids I went I wonder if I'd feel differently if I had my own I had maybe my that own. was the wine no that was just my initial reaction to kids <laughs> That's bad. But that's always been your reaction to kids who aren't your own. No, but my I forgot. You forgot I had you had any. your own. I know, Beatrice. It was a long day. Yeah. 
don't know. It was a long that and stressful day. made me worry day. about myself. I was like, you obviously had not been giving thanks for your kids. You've been giving thanks for your child estate. And then you suddenly yeah. were like, oh, wait a minute. Yeah, no, I do, I do obviously give thanks for my kids. I mean, they were actually okay yesterday as well. Oh, they, they were, were actually well behaved. pretty good. Yeah, I didn't really see them. That was grand. Yeah, they, except no, for they Fox. Were, except for Chance, who was throwing fits and going upstairs. Oh, Chance is actually... Yeah, listen, they're all... The thing is... Don and I were talking about this the other day. Like, it's hard when they're all at such different stages, even mm-hmm. though you're like, oh, it's great because they're all close together, but they're not at all because yeah. you have four, six, eight, eleven, and they are all going through their own mini crises of identity at entirely different times and about entirely different yeah. things. Yeah. And like unable to relate to each other because the eight year old's like the six year old's being a baby, but then the 11 year old's like, fuck that eight year old. And then they're all babies, really. I know. Pets. Oh, God. Soon enough, they'll be moving out. Oh God, don't say that. God, Nash will be learning to drive in four and a half years. Oh my God, don't say that. That's terrifying. Well, he's very responsible. Bo's the one I'd be worried about. Can you imagine? Actually, oh my God. really worried Bo, about Bo driving. Very worried. Bo would be like fucking bumper cars. Can but you no, imagine? But Bo also like, you'll be going, Bo, look out the window. Keep your hands on the wheel. Like I sent him into the kitchen yesterday. We were four feet away from the kitchen. I go, Bo, go over there, will you? And grab that milk. Yeah, Mom, I will. He's very, he's very obliging. Did he forget he what up, he was doing? Jumps up, walks over, hands up. He always has his hands up in the air. What, what, Mom? What am I doing now? What, what's next? <laughs> I was like, oh my God. <laughs> oh, well, you know what? Maybe he'll be, maybe he'll surprise us all. Tell you what else I've learned. That I love my mom and dad. Oh, we talk about them all the time, yeah. don't we? Yeah. And that Even though they ask us not to. Well, I know that we're lucky. But we've talked about them less recently because I feel like we really did talk about nearly everything we had to say about them. But I think I could probably think of a couple more things. They really are a mine of entertainment. And we're lucky to have such a good relationship with them because they're actually gas. They are actually gas. I wish they were here now, but they're not because mom broke her wrist. Oh my God, they're fucking meant to be here. I know. And I had a dream the other night that they just surprised us. Well, somehow they lured us to the airport. We didn't know we were going to pick them up. We just were going to the airport. And then I was like, oh my God, mom and dad are here. So annoying. And then you woke up and they weren't. I know. And I had to look after my own baby. Oh, they're actually so annoying as well. Because like when I, the day that I found out mom was in hospital, I only found out by accident, right? Oh yeah. But anyway, I called dad. Yeah. Doesn't look like we'll be over for Christmas. You can forget about that. I'm like way to cushion the blow no that's pretty much what he said to me as well I also just want to say this because I know this is on the main feed so I know that mom and dad will hear this and I know mom will appreciate it you have a very bold (laughs) face what is it I just want to say poor mom with her broken wrist and you know how she got that broken wrist she was she was tying her shoelace on the toilet as dad would say it's a funny place to have a shoelace Mom would honestly die of more Poor mom Mom I'm sorry she said the words Toilet and mom and shoelace In the same sentence Mom doesn't Nobody needs to know That mom has a toilet in her house That she goes anywhere near it She doesn't use it She just puts her foot up on it She just uses it for her shoelaces It's a footrest No I was going to say My favourite thing that's happened As a result of the podcast Is that not once but twice A stranger has approached our mother when she's been having lunch with her friends, the same group of friends, amazingly, and said, are you Rosemary and Beatrice's mom? I listen to the podcast. And she has been, I can imagine like the, the cogs in her brain whirring and being like, this person knows this about me, they know this about me, they know oh, that about 100%. me, they know this, oh my God, they know this about me, they know that I have a shoeless in my toilet, oh my God, my God. <laughs> and somebody knocked on the door of the house. Somebody who lives in, in Straffan. Do you remember? Oh, did they? Do you remember last year, mom, dad sent us a picture of them at the doorbell with oh, the, yes. the ring doorbell. <laughs> 
Oh my and, God. And sorry, well, dad sent a picture the other day and said, I thought the boys would like this picture of this dragon. And I was looking at it for so long going, what is he talking about? He's like, do you not see that shiny thing looks like a dragon's eyes? He's got a great imagination. Oh, he does have a good imagination for sure. But don't don't bother engaging in a conversation with him. Dad, when did you first notice? I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> It's just a comment and it is what it is. You're reading too much into it. This intellectualism. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, this person stopped at the door and rang the doorbell and said they lived around the corner and that they listened to the podcast. And that Poor was mom, mom must and dad have been mortified. More than anything else, they were baffled, entirely baffled. This thing that we listen to oh, where yeah. you embarrass us, other people listen to. Yeah, why would anyone listen to that? They didn't know you. <laughs> it makes no sense. I mean, you can honestly, you can say she's very supportive. She is, but she can't have it both ways. Why would anybody listen? She only wants people who don't know us to listen because she doesn't want, it hurts her worst nightmare. Anybody who does know her listening. I know. Anytime I've said to her, oh my God, you know, listen to the podcast, you can just see her going, don't want to know. I don't want to know. <laughs> like our old school principal. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> Poor mom. We love you and mom. dad so much. We do. We appreciate you. Thanks for raising us so well. Before we start each episode of the podcast, off mic, we say to each other, make mom proud. <laughs> do that <laughs> thank you all so much for listening to more than 100 episodes of Not Without My Sister it's amazing thanks for listening thanks for your patience yeah thanks for your patience thanks for your comments thanks for your five star reviews oh especially God, I was going to say that but I, I realised that this wasn't about what do you love about the podcast I was about to say love the five star reviews but like <laughs> I was getting carried away <laughs> we will be back next week with our 101st episode God knows how will we make mum proud then Thanks for listening. Bye. <laughs> Bye. I've been trying to do it right. I've been living a lonely life. I've been sleeping here instead. I've been sleeping in my bed. Sleeping in my bed. So show me family. All the blood that I will bleed. I don't know where I belong. I don't know where I went wrong, but I can write a song. I belong with you, you belong with me and my sweetheart. I belong with you, you belong with me and my sweetheart. I don't think you're right for him. Think of what it might have been if we took a bus to Chinatown. I'll be standing on Canal Bowery. She'll be standing next to me. I belong with you. You belong with me, my sweetheart. I belong with you. You belong with me, my sweetheart. Love we need. Now let's hope for some Cause oh we're bleeding now I belong with you, you belong with me and my sweetheart I belong with me, you belong with me and my sweetheart Not Without My Sister is produced by Liam Garrity, sound and original music by Don Kirkland, and our original illustration is by Lindsay Nielsen. 
Right, I need a tea top up before we go into the next episode. Oh, for God's sake. Do you want another one? Uh, I'm sure I'm probably only a third of the way through this one. No, you're not. Oh, no, yeah, I will. Yeah. Or do you want a coffee? Actually, I'll have a coffee if you don't mind. Just black. Just black. Instant is even fine. You're getting instant. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.